This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Well, I haven't had the occasion to go to East Palestine. There's a lot going on here, and I just haven't been able to break. I was thinking whether I'd go to East Palestine this week, but I then was reminded I've got to go literally around the world. I'm going from uh, from Washington to India to Vietnam, to, and so I, it's going to be a while. But uh, we're making sure that East Palestine has what they need materially in order to deal with their problems. Democrats are winning the close races. Because I think the Democrats understand that, you know, you can beat the superficial, which would what, you know, what we're seeing on the Republican side with substance and the substance, the policies, uh, the practices of the Biden-Harris administration, improving people's lives. Look, this past week, uh, this this uh, this movement to reduce prescription drug prices, that's going to help Democrats. But I have to say something because, George, I'm old enough to say this. Uh, I've seen two movements outside of the the social justice movements in my life on the political side. One was the Reagan movement. Reagan had a hold on his base, the country at large. They saw him as someone who was willing to stand up for American values, whatever that might have meant. Now, I thought it was reactionary. The other movement I saw was Barack Obama, hope and change. That galvanized the American people. I've never seen anything like this with Donald Trump. I mean, what doesn't kill you make you stronger? I mean, being convicted, I mean, being indicted, that's making them stronger, raising $10 million, using an ugly mug shot uh, to raise money. This is a movement. And anyone who thinks that you can apply the old political rules to trying to defeat this candidate based on he's scary, he's ugly, whatever you might want to call him, this is a movement. And we have to respect the fact that it's a movement. I'll also from the Wall Street Journal that has President Joe Biden and Donald Trump in a dead heat in a 2024 general election matchup in the survey, 46 percent say they would vote for Biden, while 46 percent say they would vote for Trump. Eight percent say they are undecided. So in the, this conversation, mixing this in really shows you where the country's at, Joe. Well, and it's Gene, I mean, just, look, look, well, just look at the numbers, Gene. You've got. You've got 46% of Americans supporting a guy who's been indicted four times, indicted for stealing nuclear secrets, indicted for stealing war plans, called a rapist by a, a New York judge saying that what he did was, was, was akin to rape. Uh, you, you've, you've got a guy that's, that's being charged, uh, for his uh, illegal payoffs to porn stars. I mean, we could go down the list. A guy who started a riot on January the 6th. Uh, an insurrection, uh, had, had fake electors, had this fraudulent scheme, uh, to, to, to steal votes from millions and millions of Americans in seven swing states. I mean, I could go on. Called, 
the Republican secretary of state in Georgia and said, steal enough votes for me, find enough votes so I can steal Georgia. Forty six percent of Americans Mm -hmm. are voting for the guy who said he would terminate the Constitution to get back into power. Yeah, this is, uh, those numbers are unbelievable, but yet there they are. I mean, the Wall Street Journal does good polling and then, you know, any one poll, uh, can be an outlier, but, but there have been a lot of polls that indicate that this, uh, if it's, uh, a Trump-Biden rematch, this is going to be a close election. Um, and, and again, that that stupefies me. It should not be a close election. There is no way that any substantial portion of the electorate should support Donald Trump after we saw during what we saw during the four years of Donald Trump's presidency, after what we have seen uh, in the, the the years since Donald Trump's presidency, after all the the, the felony criminal charges uh, filed against him in four cases with what is basically open and shut evidence, um, I, you know the, the man is 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 an accused felon. Um, I, what, 91 times or something like that, and the total number of counts against him yet, uh, I, I, for potentially 46% of Americans are willing to return him to the White House. Uh, I, it, it certainly lays out, what, what this, this poll, I think, does, it should, it should lay out to Democrats that this this is going to be a close election. They can't take anything for granted. Um, it, it, they should assume it's going to be decided by perhaps tens of thousands of voters uh, in the swing states that we all know about. Uh, and, uh, and they better get cracking now because um, uh, there's a real risk. And I I can't believe I'm saying this. There is a risk that Donald Trump could return to the White House. Well, a key part of Speaker McCarthy's strategy has been trying to convince hardline conservatives to back down. As you and I reported, McCarthy held a conference call with his members last week, and he argued that they should save these funding fights for later in the year when they actually do their long-term spending bills, and essentially said, now is not the time or place to make these demands about the border, Department of Justice, other things that conservatives have been digging in over. But Kevin McCarthy is going to have to make a decision pretty soon here about what to do with supplemental funding and whether and how how that's going to hitch a ride potentially on a short-term spending bill. The White House requested $40 billion for both Ukraine aid and disaster relief, but hardliners want to see those issues delinked because they don't want to support any more money for Ukraine. So that really sets up a potential showdown with both Senate Democrats and Senate Republicans who mostly do support more money for Ukraine. And I think Republican Congressman Mike Simpson, who serves on the appropriations panel, summed it up best when he told me, I tell people to buckle up. It's going to be crazy for September, October, November, December. The next four months are going to be wild. And hanging over all of this is the motion to vacate the speaker's chair. That is a procedural tool that would force a vote on ousting the sitting speaker. It's something conservatives are threatening to use if they don't get their way in funding fights. So just a very complicated dynamic for Kevin McCarthy and not a lot of time to figure it out. There is an argument uh, circulating about whether the 14th Amendment that prohibits anyone, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion from holding public office bars Trump from running for president. Now, this hasn't been tested in our system before. Uh, Do you think, what is your thought on whether that's a valid argument? 
I think it is a valid argument. Uh, you know, the 14th Amendment, Section 3, is pretty clear. If you engage in acts of insurrection or rebellion against the government, or you give aid and comfort to those who do, you are disqualified from running. It doesn't require that you be convicted of insurrection. Uh, it just requires that uh, you have engaged in these acts. It's a disqualification from holding office again. Uh, and it fits Donald Trump to a T. Uh, I think this will be tested when a secretary of state either refuses to put him on the ballot or puts him on the ballot and is challenged by a litigant. Um, I would imagine it will go up to the Supreme Court. And that's the big question mark through all of this, which is, what will the Supreme Court do? There are prominent constitutional scholars as well as prominent uh, progressive scholars uh, who believe that he should be disqualified. But uh, will the court take that step? Ultimately, uh, only time will tell. But I do think uh, it is a very legitimate issue. By the clear terms of the 14th Amendment, he should be disqualified from holding office. In my view, uh, the attack on the Capitol that day was designed for a particular purpose at a particular moment, and that was to disrupt the peaceful transfer of power uh, as is laid out in the Constitution. So I think there is a powerful argument to be made. My, my sense is it's probably going to get resolved in the courts. But, um, you know, I think what we have to focus on on our side is, is we just got to win in 2024. It is Tuesday, 5 September, the year of our Lord, 2023. It's the first day back. Summer is over. Um, school is back. <clears throat> I know a lot of people started in August, but the traditional start of school today, everybody's back to work or should be back to work, except for the House of Representatives. Um, Associated Press just put out a, a huge story by Steve Peoples laying out the 2024 campaign, because remember, one year from today will be the traditional start of when the nation focuses. Of course, we know that's kind of the old school politics. Now, a big part of the nation, including this audience, focuses on what's happening politically 24-7. Let me just lay out what's in front of us because it is quite intense. G20, uh, total meltdown in Ukraine. Uh, Zelensky uh, firing uh, his defense minister. Uh, big questions about where the money is. Uh, she not going to the G20. Biggest story in the last 24 hours, the signal, not the noise, is guess what? As War Room told you on the day that McCarthy cratered to Biden on this horrible two-year, uh, this horrible two-year um, debt deal, $2 trillion. We told you the deficit was going to be $2 trillion. They said it was going to be a trillion. We said $2 trillion. Uh, this thing is exploding. The phony business press, and by that I mean the Wall Street Journal, the Financial Times of London, the New York Times business section, the Washington Post, they're all like, wow, how can this be happening with a growing economy? How can this deficit? They have never called out Joe Biden for any of the lies he's ever said that he's decreasing the deficit. That is all uh, propaganda, not data. Uh, before us, the stark realization by midnight on September 30th, we will have a $2 trillion deficit. We told you this. Back in the spring, when they cut this deal, this was going to happen. Everybody said, oh, no, this is overreaction. Two trillion dollars. It's And as we told you then, now it's structural because of increased interest rates. No matter what kind of voodoo they're trying to put on this, this is a financial meltdown in the country. And any type of phony faux prosperity is not prosperity. All it is is massive government spending. And government spending is not a benefit to you. 
government spending is nothing more than a tax to you. And Kevin McCarthy's caught right in the middle of his lies. Now his new lie is, no, 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 no. Just We just need a CR and then get to an omnibus and we, need, we can take care of this on long-term spending. No, the game is over. The game is over. I've talked to enough uh, uh, rational uh, members and their advisors over the last couple of days. McCarthy is going to be put to the wall on this, okay? He's going to be put to the wall on this. No more happy talk. No more spin. You cut this deal. You allowed this to happen. All the people that came and said, oh, we're going to take this through the appropriations process. We're going to get this all out through the appropriations process. That was all lies and spin. Nothing has happened. There's no appropriations bill that have been approved. They have nothing. And now all they're going to do is do smoke embarrassing. I'll throw you a shiny toy. That, oh, you can't, you can't force the Biden regime to shut down their own regime because to do that is going to slow down impeachment. They're nowhere in impeachment. They don't want to do impeachment. They're just holding that out as a, as, a, as a shiny toy. You've seen the Democrats are in total, complete meltdown because the polling, the internal polling is much worse than they're even putting out. The Wall Street Journal's poll has Trump in a dead heat. We know they, those always underweight the Trump movement. And Donna Brazil says right there at the top of the show, it is a movement, a movement unlike any that she's ever seen before. And you see Morning Joe and these people are just aghast that how can possibly be people be supporting this? Because Donald Trump put the people of this country in the room and allowed them to be decision makers, and that's what they hate him. The polling internally is even better than what is out there publicly, and they're in full meltdown now. They're in total and complete meltdown. They've got two lines of attack, and this is what I want people to keep in mind. The one line is all the phony, uh, all the phony uh, lawfare that they're coming after him with, to, to opportunity costs, to tie him down, to get him to focus on that. The other is the... Um, the other is um, this uh, attack on the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment's revving up. They know they have no constitutional basis whatsoever for the 14th Amendment, none. But they're going to try to kick in the state legislatures and make that a whole political warfare, a psyop, that he's not uh, eligible because of some uh, art- the, what section three of the of or article or section three of the 14th Amendment. It's complete total nonsense. But as we told you, they're going to try to kick up a firestorm in this. But the ticking clock, the House of Representatives is going to get back and strip away all the phoniness to what Joe Biden's been doing to pump the economy up with fiat currency. That fiat currency be the Federal Reserve note you've got in your pocket printed by the Fed. Okay, there's obviously a lot going on. We're going to go from Texas to Georgia. To, are, there, are the Nazis uh, down in, uh, in Florida, are they actually government uh, workers? FBI, CAA, we'll find that all out. Short break, back in a minute in the war room. As central banks and countries like China, India, Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the United States of America. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make, Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans reach out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar. Gold held tax sheltered in a retirement account. Remember, gold held in your tax sheltered retirement account. Learn if gold is right for you. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, 298-9898. That's Bannon, 
888-998-9898. And Birch Gold will send you a free information kit today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold has been helping my listeners and viewers from the very beginning of the show. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold because of a central bank digital currency becomes reality. It'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Repeat after me. I do solemnly swear or affirm. I do solemnly swear or affirm. That I will impartially try. That I will impartially try. Warren Kenneth Paxton, Jr. Warren Kenneth Paxton, Jr. Attorney General of Texas. Attorney General of Texas. Upon the impeachment charges brought to me. Upon the impeachment charges brought to me. By the House of Representatives. By the House of Representatives. And a true verdict rendered. And a true verdict rendered. According to the law. According to the law. And the evidence. And the evidence. So help me God. So help me God. Thank you, Senator Sparks. Senator King. Please repeat after me. I do solemnly swear or affirm. I do solemnly swear. Or affirm. Or affirm. I will impartially try. I will impartially try. Warren Kenneth Paxton, Jr., Attorney General of Texas. Warren Kenneth Paxton, Jr., Attorney General of Texas. Upon impeachment charges brought to me by on impeachment charges brought to me by the House of Representatives the House of Representatives and a true verdict render and a true verdict render according to the law according to the law and the evidence and the evidence so help me God so help me God thank you senator senator Eckhart please repeat after me I do solemnly swear or affirm I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will impartially try that I will impartially try Warren Kenneth Paxton Jr. Warren Kenneth Paxton Jr. Attorney General of Texas Attorney General of Texas upon the impeachment charges upon the impeachment charges brought to me by the House of Representatives brought to me by the House of Representatives and a true verdict render and a true verdict render based on the law based on the law and the evidence and the evidence so help me God so help me God thank you Senator Bettencourt. Please repeat after me. I do solemnly swear or affirm. I do solemnly swear or affirm. That I will impartially try. That I will impartially try. Warren Kenneth Paxton, Jr. Warren Kenneth Paxton, Jr. Attorney General of Texas. Attorney General of Texas. Okay. Upon the impeachment charges. I want to keep that on the split screen and just keep that, keep that rolling. Let me just have the, uh, let me just have the audio right there. Uh, over 100 years ago, I think it was in 1917, uh, a populist governor, governor of Texas uh, was impeached. This is the first time since then. Remember, this impeachment, as we said on the uh, Saturday special, is not really about Ken Paxton. This is a, uh, once again, in our 30-front war, this is a massive front. And that is because the ascendancy of the Trump movement, the populist movement in Texas versus the old Bush junta. Ken Paxton, uh, remember, beat uh, the, the, the golden child, George P. Bush, the grandson of 41, who was going to uh, you know, be the next president, going to be a president here in the future. That will not happen because of the populist grassroots movement, uh, the deplorables, MAGA, all of it tied together down in Texas. 
uh, and this is why the Bush Hunter has teamed with Democrats. This is the exact same thing as going around in the country. In Texas, it's the impeachment trial of Ken Paxton. Now, uh, we are uh, calling on all MAGA to light the phones up of those senators and tell them let's wrap this thing up. And also uh, also uh, the lieutenant governor, Patrick, Dan pra- uh, Patrick, just go ahead and make sure you get to the lieutenant governor today. Make sure you get to the senators today and say we want this thing wrapped up quickly. These charges are ridiculous. This is political. Uh, but what you're seeing here in a small scale is exactly what's going on in Georgia. In Georgia, you have, once again, a radical Democrats working with Kemp, who's a part of the Bush Junta, right? He's the Georgia branch of that. This, that's the donor class, the establishment, the uniparty, working with radical Democrats, working with Fonnie Willis. And, of course, I don't know if you saw the footage that came out on this film uh, that's been out over the weekend. I think we're going to have that either this afternoon or tomorrow because I just want to make sure we go through and do some checkings. But that is uh, – uh, in, in Georgia, you got the exact same thing. What's happening in Texas is the exact same thing it's happening. It's a difference in degree, but not in kind. It is uh, the establishment working with radical Democrats to destroy the Trump movement. In Georgia, of course, they're going after the, uh, the innocent electors. They're going after President Trump. Uh, in, Georgia, in Texas, they're going after Ken Paxton, using him as the, their instrumentality to get to all this, uh, but it's the same fight, the same fight on the on the federal level, the same fight on the national level, where you have uh, radical Democrats partnering with the likes of Chris Christie and the Uniparty, this entire crowd, uh, Sununu, whether it's in New Hampshire, all across the country, to thwart President Trump. They're coming at him with all this phony lawfare, right? And they're trying and trying and trying. They understand it's not... It's not sticking. In fact, the Financial Times of London today has a has a piece that now an incredible uh, piece out there that now Trump is kind of a folk hero. And you're seeing uh, Biden. There's a big poll out today that Biden is uh, is losing Hispanic and African-American men. Uh, And and, and obviously he can't win without that coalition. The Democrats are actually in in panic mode because the lawfare aspect of this is not getting any traction on President Trump. That's where they're coming out on the second line of the second, their second vertical, right? Their second line of work is this 14th Amendment. We told you on the very day that the two Federal Society, remember Federal Society by Leonard Leo, the biggest funder in the conservative movement with his billions of dollars, the Federalist Society comes out with this bogus paper making some ridiculous claim about the Constitution on the 14th Amendment. And there you've got, uh, and all of a sudden, I told you, legally, it means nothing. Constitutionally, it means nothing. We had Professor Dershowitz on here immediately. We had Mike Davis. We had other people. But it's not about the Constitution. They want to use that as political warfare. They're going to get into the state legislatures. They're going to have this whole firestorm that Trump's not eligible. Why? As they said at the beginning on Morning Joe, this is going to come down. This is going to come down to this very close election that they're going to try to steal again, that they're going to try to steal again. They understand their backs up against the wall. The American people are rejecting this. Why? Because two-thirds of the American people believe in MAGA. Two-thirds of the American people believe in America first. And they understand that everything the mainstream media has been telling them are bald-faced lies. Let me go back to the importance of the $2 trillion deficit. The Wall Street Journal, the Financial Times of London, the business section of the New York Times, the business section of the Washington Post, all of your betters, 
told you over and over and over again. They repeated. They repeated Biden's lies about how he's cut the deficits. Biden's lies about how he's growing the economy. They've repeated Biden's lies. They've taken him to face value and they've provided a massive platform. And now that the hard, cold math is in, and that's by an independent group that does uh, that looks at the uh, budget deficits, $2 trillion. And it's going to get worse because now it's structural. So McCarthy has nothing to hide behind. Biden has nothing to hide behind. Their moment of truth is here. This is why MAGA, you need to step up. Have Ken Paxton's back in, uh, in, uh, in Texas. Have Colton Moore's back in Georgia. Have Donald Trump's back on nationwide. Uh, if we, if we continue, by the way, have the back of the, of the House Freedom Caucus and the other budget hawks and deficit hawks that are going to come up on this firefight that's going to take place when McCarthy gets back. No more games, no more lies. Where are the cuts? How do you get this thing uh, balanced over time? Where are all these plans that we had? Why did you look the other way? And the messenger, this uh, independent newspaper that's funded uh, by a bunch of bigwigs, but occasionally has some pretty good news, has a lead story this morning about why the motion to vacate on McCarthy is real. All they're going to try to do is throw shiny toys out there, shiny toys out there for you to see all the time. And it's not about supplementals. The supplemental should be dead in the water. There should be not even a discussion of any more money for Ukraine. If the Europeans want to put money into the charnel house of Ukraine and allow more uh, Ukrainian young men to get slaughtered, that's their choice. But here in the United States, no more. The entire festering sore that is the Zelensky uh, regime over there is now coming to full light. The New York Times even has a story of the weekend. Where is the money? Where did the money go? Why is the defense minister cashiered? Okay, we got Luke Messiah from Defend Texas, the deputy. He's with us. Uh, we're going to keep the split screen. Let's get uh, let's get uh, Luke up. Luke, tell us what's going on. They're swearing in the jurors, the jurors of the senators, the state senators from the state of Texas. What's the state of play down there in Texas on this? on the basically a Moscow show trial of Ken Paxton, sir. It's always important to remember, and Steve, thank you so much for what you've done. I will tell you that we have received far more feedback from Texans who were not that engaged in state politics. So many people follow national politics, and your show is what has brought them into this process, this process that you know is really, really important for the future of not only our state but also our nation. I will say this. It's important to remember that the Texas Senate has always been more responsive to the grassroots. They're more responsive to pressure. Also, they believe, they align with us far more than the Texas House of Representatives does. And so there are many grassroots people that are looking at today and tomorrow with some anticipation that we are going to see something different from the Senate. Every single power broker in Austin, except for the handful of us that actually work with conservatives, are pressuring these senators to draw this trial out, to give it five or six weeks. They're so upset that they might even decide to conclude this within the next week. And so there's a lot of, but the grassroots are putting the pressure on them right now to say, hey, this should have never happened. You were given a sham impeachment. It's time to shut it down. Luke, Luke, hang on for one second. I'll hold you through the break. Okay, we're going to take off. We're going to go to break with Billy Joe Shaver. Get thee behind me, Satan. Kind of dig this song. Get thee behind me, Satan. We'll be back. We're going to Texas. We're going to Georgia. We're going to Florida. All of it. Stick around and strap in. Jesus Christ of Nazareth here. Get thee behind me, Satan. Oh, I command. 
myself The demons that were in me Had turned me wrong side out I knew inside my soul I was headed straight for hell But I couldn't for my life Figure how to help myself And I said Get deep behind me, sin Do you ever get the feeling that something bad is about to happen soon? Well, I do. Between the distractions and the shiny toys and the smokescreens put up in the media, you probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. And by right away, I mean now. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. And you'll save 200 bucks on your three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious meal offerings, over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under stress. Stock up before the panic sets in. Free shipping is automatic, and your order ships fast. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Immerse yourself in information. Do it today and do it with the leader, My Patriot Supply. Any motion that could result in dismissal of an article of impeachment to be voted on by the members of the jury, the senators. There are 16 such motions that could result in dismissal of articles of impeachment. Unlike regular session, where members speak and debate on the floor, the members pass rules which do not allow questions, discussions, or debate from the floor. As you know, in a regular trial, a jury does not make public comments during a trial, and neither will this jury. After the members of the court vote on the 16 dispositive motions, I will rule on the remaining eight motions which the rules require the presiding officer to do. It is possible. Historic in the great state of Texas. And remember, uh, Texas, like California, New York, if they were entities unto their own, would be one of the most powerful economies in the world. It's a state of some of the proudest people in this republic. And the reason is they've earned it. It is a great state with great people, and what is happening there today is power politics, raw power politics up in your grill. This is about the Trump movement, the populist movement, but the reason it signifies so much because the, the, the last gasp of this, uh, of this Bush junta, the same group that had the back of the Chinese Communist Party after Tiananmen Square when General Scowcroft went down uh, at the uh, – he was the national security advisor – for Bush 41 to tell Deng Xiaoping and the Chinese Communist Party, we got your back. In fact, we'll make sure you get into the World Trade Organization. We'll make sure you get most favored nation status. You just have to kind of clean up your house a little bit for optics. Well, the blood was still in the, in the pavement, still wet on the pavement of Tiananmen Square of those patriots that stood up with the goddess of democracy and said, we want to be free men and women. Think about it for a second. That's what you're up against. Luke Messias, uh, th- help us out here. Put it in perspective. What, what's going on in Texas? Why is this important? We had the Saturday special. People's heads were blowing up. Uh, why is this historic trial more than just 
uh, a, a simple uh, trial about going after an attorney general in Texas. It, it speaks to bigger issues in this nation today, sir. One of the people on your special was Chairman Matt Rinaldi, who's the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas. And one thing I think we can all say is refreshing is to hear a leader of the Republican Party actually standing up for the grassroots and not just kowtowing, cheerleading for the political class, which is what we usually get. And that is a sign of what we've had building here in Texas, which is that the grassroots are continually taking over. We have more power over the Republican Party than ever before. We have more power in the Republican primary process than ever before. And these politicians are getting sick and tired of it. And in the Texas House specifically, their grasp to power is done, is literally built on this alliance between the 61 Democrats and about 20, 25 Republicans. And they realize that they can hold a majority in any given time. And so as they felt their power slipping, they realized that they had to shut this down, that this was time to take the head off the snake. And they saw Ken Paxton as that, as a way to deal a massive blow to the America First movement. And and I, I don't know if you saw this, Steve, literally while we were gone for commercial break, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out, today marks another milestone in Ken Paxton's career of fighting the Austin Swamp and establishment. Ken will survive and will continue to combat the swamp in Texas to put America first. I'm looking forward to the upcoming 2024 primary season. Rhino hunting season starts soon. And that's what we're doing. I mean, we're, we're literally, I've been fielding calls from people that three months ago had no intention of running for office and now saying, hey, my incumbent Republican is a sellout and we need somebody better. I'm going to stand up. And then they're calling friends of theirs who are upset about this. But more people need to know I was at a Labor Day gathering with family and one of my good family members who's very conservative did not know about the impeachment. The vast majority of Republicans do, but some of these patriots don't. And so if you don't know about this, you need to take action. Reach out to your state senator's office right now and call them. Look, the senators can't tell you how they're going to vote because they're a jury, right? But the reality is that their staff are still communicating to them what their constituents are saying. So these senators, when they finish up today, they will walk back. And if this isn't concluded today, these senators are going to walk back in and their staff are going to sit down and tell them. And I've, I've been in Capitol offices every single session since I was 17 years old. Their staff is going to sit down with them and tell them, sir, we got you know, a thousand phone calls today and 900 of them told you to vote against this impeachment. You decide what you're going to do, but that's the feedback we're getting. And so I will just say that the, the Patriots on your show and others have been, you know, shutting down the phone lines, but we can't stop. We have to literally keep this barrage up because every bit of pressure is to tell these guys to sell out. There was a text message that went statewide to millions of Republicans set up by this group that was created just a couple days ago. And they were freaking out because the grassroots are just completely bombarding them. So they text out chapter one of the Paxton saga, all these attacks on Ken Paxton. And we realized that the guy who started it is a guy named Chad Wilbanks, who's a former executive director of the Republican Party of Texas, is mad that Matt Rinaldi and others are actually running the party in a conservative direction. The last thing this guy did in Texas politics was try to defeat Rick Perry for re-election with Kay Bailey Hutchinson. I mean, literally, he has represented the worst of the worst of the worst in Texas politics. Now he's a registered lobbyist, and he's starting up shady groups to try to see if he can't help take down Ken Paxson. That's what we're up against. John Cornyn, George P. Bush, the rest of the Bush family, Texans for Lawsuit Reform, all of these moderate groups. Texans for Lawsuit Reform is the number one donor to six, seven, eight of the Republican senators that are sitting there right now, and they have specifically told them, you need 
to vote against dismissing these charges. You have to sit there for six weeks and run Ken through because Texans for lawsuit reform want to end Ken's political career. So they're like, look, I don't care. Even if you ultimately vote against impeaching him, just make him suffer for six weeks because hopefully that will put us as moderates in a better position to get our own statewide elected when Ken Paxton leaves. That's what we're up against. Uh, Luke, where should people go today? What's your website? How do they get to the lieutenant governor's office? Where do they go to make these calls? Because I know people are going to want to load in on this. We can always tell by the chat people are fired up. Yep. So what do, what do folks do today? So if, if they want to go to what we're doing, which is kind of building this entire movement in Texas, that's DefendTexasLiberty.com. That's what you've sent multiple people to really appreciate that. If you, if they want to contact their senator, I actually represent. Uh, I actually recommend just going to Who Represents Me, Texas. You can just Google that in. There's a Senate website. There's other places, just Who Represents Me, and they can type in their address, click enter, and it will pull up their state senator. They click right there, and his office phone number, direct office line is right there. That's the easy way if they don't know the senator that represents them. If they know who their state senator is, they just need to go to his office website and call that number. I'm telling you, you know, your followers know this more than most people, but the staff actually listen. They tally all of this up. And so that's why we continue to tell people to reach out to their senators directly. If they know somebody in the state that has more political influence, they should call them and say, have you reached out to the political people you know, the power brokers you know? If they're a donor who's donated to people in the past, they need to text the people they've donated to and said, hey, I have worked hard and fought for you because I believe that you've represented me. Why is this happening? So all of that direct communication, communication in the offices, this is all important. And that's how people have their voices heard. Ultimately, the senators are going to decide. But hearing from their people is going to have a massive influence. Luke, thank you very much. One more time, where do people go for your site? DefendTexasLiberty.com. And can you give us your social media? Because people are going to want to follow this and blow by blow. And I will be updating on my on my Twitter or X, whatever you call it, but I'll be up there like literally giving out multiple updates. It's at Luke Macias TX, at Luke Macias TX, and I will make sure to keep everyone uh, updated on everything happening on the Senate floor, and I know you will too. Luke, great job. Thank you. <clears throat> We're going to pivot now to Georgia. It's the same fight, different, uh, different uh, people in the drama. Just like on Capitol Hill, remember, this is uh, establishment Republicans working with radical Democrats to try to thwart the Trump movement, President Trump, the populist movement. In Texas, it's the trial of Ken Paxton. In Georgia, it's Fonnie Willis working with Kemp, right? The the Bush, the the, the Bush representative in Georgia, uh, Brian Kemp, the governor, working with a radical Fonnie Willis and, of course, this disastrous sheriff they got down there. In uh, Washington, D.C., it's Kevin McCarthy uh, basically uh, hugging uh, Hakeem Jeffries to get, what, 80 votes to pass the death ceiling bill when 70 uh, Republicans uh, said no. And you're going to see more of that. It's always the same. It's the uniparty. And now they're exposed. Let's go to Colton Moore, Senator Colton Moore in the great state of Georgia. Senator, it's kind of it, thank you for sitting through the Texas part of it. You see the fight our brothers and sisters in Texas have. Very similar to yours, sir? Absolutely. Very similar. Um, you know, what's, what's crazy about it is how hard they come after you when you start exposing these rhinos. 
And, you know, that's going to be no different in my case. Um, I mean, like we've talked about on your show before, I mean, my fellow caucus members are considering voting me out, apparently, which is absolutely ridiculous, right? We've got the chairman of ethics who signed on, the chairman of our ethics committee in the Senate, he signed on saying that Georgia was the number one state for election integrity and that we calling a special session would be a waste of taxpayer dollars. Stephen, this is the guy who chairs the committee that under Georgia law would have full subpoena power against Fonnie Willis, would have the ability to bring her in, subpoena documents, and could, could do all the questioning, but he's saying that a special session would be too costly. You know, I mean, I'm exposing these rhinos, Steve, and that's why I need your audience to go to coltonmore.com and get involved because I need more ammo to expose more of these rhinos. Now, you're going to have a press conference. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the way this plays out this week, you're going to have a press conference on Thursday. Of course, some very explosive material came out over the weekend. We're trying to vet it. We either have it this afternoon or tomorrow about Fulton County, which is kind of mind-blowing from what I've seen of these films that are out there and this other material, which we're still trying to vet. But, But where do we stand with members of your caucus having your back? I mean, has anybody really stepped up here? It's bad enough count, but what about uh, these people that are supposed to be uh, accountable to the citizens? Uh, Georgia is a MAGA state. Why are these senators not coming to your not coming to your cause right now just to get into the funny Willis of it all? You know, anytime one of these senators texts me or say, you know, Colton, you're, you're going too far on this. I send them back a study, Steve by the University of Georgia and the AJC, which is extremely liberal newspaper, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And they say 83%, 83% of Georgians agree that what Fonnie Willis is doing is being, it's all on politicization, right? Her, Her constitutional role is not to politicize her role. Her role is to bring justice to the citizens of Fulton County, and instead she's taken on political prisoners, and 83% of Georgians recognize that. Uh, Colton, can you hang with us for a second? We'll just take a short commercial break. I know you're, you're jammed, but we just, i got a couple more questions I want to go through Absolutely. Uh, with you. Uh, this, is why we, this is why we started the show. Remember, a year from now, this is going to be the most intense run-up to the 2024 election. This is the first day back. First day back to school, first day back to work, summer is over. And what you see is the Democrats with establishment Republicans, whether it's in New Hampshire, whether it's in Georgia, whether it's in Texas, whether it's at the national level, and the game is up because they no longer can hide behind just appliant media because we're going to be all over this. And the biggest lie they've told in this entire situation, the lie that has the biggest impact on you immediately is this lie of what they've done about spending. Bald-faced lie, and they knew it at the time, and the business media uh, covered it up, and nobody else dug down on it. And that is why the days of Kevin McCarthy have to be numbered unless he gets with the program. Not his program, the program. Short break. Going to go back to Georgia. Senator Colton Moore in a minute in the war room. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news and all you see is crime and societal decay. 
A lot of people just run out and buy a gun and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to itargetpro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code Bannon. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon. itargetpro.com. Action, action, action. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Colton, uh, more. What is it going to take? What is it going to take to rattle some cages down there in in Georgia with Kemp and with these senators? Because just like in Texas, it's really the center of gravity down there is going to be the Senate about calling a special session on forcing the governor to. Uh, what is it going to take? What's your recommendation? What does this audience need to do? Steve, I love it every time the governor of Georgia or one of my fellow senators goes to a microphone because right now they continue to expose themselves as rhinos, right? They say that a special session is too expensive, $50,000 a day, but yet they're willing to spend billions of dollars on film tax credits. Absolutely ridiculous. They keep saying that we're the number one state for election integrity, completely ignoring the fact that 40,000 affidavits you know, showed up that that showcased election fraud. So I love it when they go to the microphone and they expose themselves. But it's going to take the constituencies of these senators and these representatives to remind them that they need to take action, that pointing the finger at a prosecutorial commission or pointing the finger at the Bar Association or whatever they're pointing the finger at is not doing their job. You know, the governor said calling for a special session may not be constitutional, but a prosecutorial commission was. Think about that for a second. We as a legislature created a prosecutorial commission. Now, how did we give something the authority to investigate and impeach if we didn't already have that authority ourselves? You know, he continues to say that this is all about separation of powers. But any high school kid coming out of government class, Steve, knows that we have checks and balances. And the legislative's great check and balance is you can pull away the funds when you see a judicial officer not doing her constitutional duty. So I encourage all of your listeners in Georgia, call up, triple down, call up these senators, call up these representatives, go to your local GOP meeting. The Chatham County GOP just put a letter out. Their members voted unanimously to support a special session, even though their senator thinks that it would be a waste of money. So that's where we are today. If you live outside of the state, Listen, I'm exposing these rhinos each and every day. I just need to ammo up. So if you can, go to coltonmore.com and send over some, some more money that we can send and translate into text messages into these senators' districts, reminding them that it is their Republican senator who is standing in the way of justice today.
Colton, what's your uh, what's your social media? How do people follow you on social media for up momentarily moment by moment updates? That's right. <clears throat> if you're on X, it's real Colton Moore, just like real Donald Trump. Colton, Senator Moore, thank you very much. I look forward to your press conference. I guess it's right now targeted for uh, for a Thursday. We'll be uh, hopefully be there. That's live. right. All right. Hope you can come out, too. We're going to have sir. a Freedom Caucus event at noon just following. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, we'll yep. definitely pick that up. Thank you, sir. Thanks. The uh, fact that local, the state Freedom Caucuses are on fire this afternoon. We're going to try to get Montana on here. We're going to try to go around the states and see what's going on at the state Freedom Caucuses as the grassroots powers up. Remember, all of these fights because you have too much power right now, that you're starting to get too much power. They want to stop this in its tracks. This movement is growing. It's growing in every community. It's growing in every precinct. It's growing in every state. And the powers that be, the Union Party, uh, don't want it. That's why this House fight is going to be so monumental. This House fight, the Union Party is going to sit there and lie to you, going to look at you in the eye with a straight face and lie to you about everything with the budget. The numbers are out. It's a $2 trillion deficit, just like we told you here in the war room on the day that thing was signed. And now these deficits are going to be in perpetuity, and they can't lie any uh, more about it. Go to birchgold.com right now. We've got a whole uh, – we have a whole uh, – uh, chapter on the debt trap. You've got a whole chapter on uh, de-dollarization. You've got a whole chapter on the politics of money. We've got three installments. We're coming out with a fourth installment. You can find out everything about what happened in Durban, everything about what happened with alternative currencies. They're trying to get up against the U.S. dollar because the Uniparty is burying people throughout the world and taking their purchasing power. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now and ask the all-important question. Why is the Federal Reserve focused on a central bank digital currency while the rest of the central banks of the global south that have the resources are buying gold at a record a record rate? Just ask that question. Ask Philip Patrick and his team over at Birch Gold. Just ask that question. Wait for the response. Then I want you to think about it. This show, The War Room, is about human agency. It's about free men and women making decisions, coming together as teammates to thwart the Uniparty, the thwart the globalists, and they don't like it. In fact, they hate it. They want to put uh, President Trump in prison for, what is it, six or 700 years? Think about that for a second. Understanding that's failing, now they got a bogus political warfare psyop on, uh, on the 14th Amendment. That's going to roll hard. Everywhere, it's the same. It's radical Democrats with rhino Bush-type Republicans working against the populist movement, working against the nationalists, working against the populists, working against the Trump movement, working against President Trump, whether it's in Capitol Hill, whether it's the Sununus in New Hampshire, whether it's Kemp down in Georgia, which the Bush junta down in Texas, it's the same battle on a different battlefield. Okay, we're going to take you out with a song that kind of revs us up here on a, the kickoff, not just the work week, but the first day back because summer is over. Short commercial break. We got Laura Loomer. We have Jim Hoft, I hope, and a lot more in the second hour. Stick around. Jesus Christ of Nazareth here. Get tea behind me, Satan. Oh, I command in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I looked into the mirror and I couldn't see myself. The demons that were in me had turned me wrong side out. I knew inside my soul I was a headed straight for hell. But I couldn't for my life figure how to help my 
myself And I said Get deep behind me Satan For I commanded In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Of Nazareth yeah. Get deep behind me Satan For I commanded In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. 
Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.